Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, and everything. Yes, you'll love it because we cover everything. Well, today is November 10th, and as you know, I keep saying this, we catalog these podcasts by date. And today I have a special guest. Actually, this guest has been with us several times because she is my wine guru. Lorianne Harnish is an independent ambassador for the Basse Collection. Lori, it is so much fun to have you on these podcasts. Thank you so much. I really love being on here, too. I like wine. Who doesn't like wine? And so we... Uh, I'm lucky enough to have you just before the holidays so that people can get all their wine uh, bought and uh, organized so that they can have a fun holiday. And they can also have a fun day without it being a holiday. As long as they're drinking wine, there's no reason why you can't drink wine anytime you feel like it. But eh, we do it for the holidays just to have fun, right? Absolutely. And I would just love to talk with your audience out there and, and help them share the spirit of the holidays. You know how many times people will go to buy wine and they don't have a clue. Well, what am I supposed to buy? I have five, six, seven people coming over. I don't know what they like. And I don't know if it goes with the food I'm making. So this is why you're here, Lori. All so right. Let's, let's get going. <laughs> yeah, let's start with um, things that we share for the holidays. Um, as you know, you can take it from there because you know what we share. We absolutely share wine, food, and activities. And at any gathering, any time people come together, those are the three things that are the focused on areas that people uh, gravitate to. And for wine, uh, which is what we're talking about today, you know, they look for things that are vivacious, voluptuous, elegant, sensuous, and powerful. Wine is all of those things. And so it just draws people in. And of course, the food that we we will be talking about some more later as well, because I know you always like to talk about food. Oh, yeah. uh, Is it's refreshing and it's comforting and nourishing. And most importantly, it's pleasing to us. And the activities, it breaks the ice. It, It allows people to come together, especially if there's any tension in the room. You know, things happen in families, and sometimes there's a little tension. Uh, so this breaks the ice. It, it it creates an engaging opportunity for them to to come together that's interactive and bond. It's bonding. It unifies them together. And through wine, there's a lot of opportunities to incorporate that in all of these things. So you might want to share a sparkling as an icebreaker. You might want to bring a Chardonnay in and, and talk about it during the salad course. I have a question or, for you. Mm-hmm. When you're invited to somebody's house for a holiday and you bring wine, how do you know what kind of wine to bring? That's number one. And number two, do you expect that they drink the wine you brought or is that a gift just for the hostess? Well, that's, those are very good questions. And sometimes the wine is expected to be poured. I would always ask the host or hostess if they're planning to serve it. And especially if they've been, if you've been asked to bring wine. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, if you're just bringing it out of the goodness of your heart to say thank you, you know, for the invitation to their home, then that's usually for them to enjoy, the host and the hostess to enjoy at a later date. They may opt to serve it. And that's fine. However, that's not the expectation. Um, and when and when you're looking at what you should bring mm-hmm. it, to be served for all of the guests, then you really should ask the the host and the hostess the menu. So then you could have an idea, and also ask them of their preferences, if they would prefer white or red or a combination of both. And then if it's a gift. You absolutely want to bring them something that they like. So it's it's not improper to ask them, no, are, do you prefer white or do you prefer red? Or so, But what if this was a surprise? You know, you can't surprise somebody if you're going to ask them the questions. Is there a generic wine that everybody likes so that you know if you bring it as a gift um, when they weren't expecting it that you'll be safe? Or, sure. Or one I, of I each? Think- <laughs> well, you, that's always a great way to go is to, to is to bring one of each. Uh, I would suggest that maybe you bring something that's celebratory. So that especially with the holidays, you could say this is for them to celebrate because even if they don't drink it themselves, they would serve it uh, maybe at another time with with some people to to ring in the new year or or to celebrate a special evening, you know, with some some friends or family. Mm-hmm. So sparkling is always considered celebratory because it's bubbly, it's it's iridescent, it's vivacious, it's all those things. And most people will enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also, if you'd rather do something that's more like a red, you could always take a Pinot Noir or Cabernet. If, if you know that they're more, they lean towards being red, then those are always good picks as mm-hmm. well. What do you think about bringing an after-dinner drink as a present for the host? That's always nice, too. And there's many, many lovely uh, liqueurs. There's many uh, brandies different types of whiskeys uh, and there's just many of them that are out there right now that are considered well liked and they're special they're they're an extra special thing that people don't necessarily buy for themselves all the time so yes i think that's that's an excellent idea too choices well you had mentioned before that wine could break the ice if there are people sitting around the table and maybe one doesn't get along with another i hear about those all the time most people go oh i gotta go to dinner with my family and we don't like and so and so because she's always so um i guess pessimistic and i guess wine will loosen up everybody huh or maybe that's not a good thing <laughs> well, uh, sometimes it puts the truth on the table, and it's it definitely does uh, make people feel good, and it opens up brain cells. That's that's at least what's been documented. Uh, it allows people to think more clearly and also be more creative. So hopefully, that's all in the positive vein, not not in the negative. Yeah. And you know, we want people to always. Um, be enjoying each other and if they do come together and and have a little uh disagreement there's some kind of a an understanding over a toast of wine and and always that always uh brings happiness uh to everyone 
Right. Uh, so what is the favorite wines for the holiday? Well, let's say Thanksgiving. What are your what are the favorite wines to be? Served? Well, usually it's it, people like to have if they're having a large gathering or in their home, anywhere from, you know, six people up to 25. They'll usually like to have some kind of a sparkling, you know, when people arrive. That's always a nice um nice thing to have with appetizers as people are arriving and it it just kind of sets the tone that this is a celebration and that could be a rosé sparkling a chardonnay sparkling it could be um also something that's a little sweeter uh called a gamay it could be also a regular chardonnay rosé or pinot noir Again, these are all choices by the host and the hostess if they have preferences, also what they're serving with their menu. Oh, yes. I have questions, but I'll talk about that when we move to pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said the appetizers. So if it's a meat appetizer or a cheese appetizer, do you share the same wine, the same type of wine with the appetizer? You can. It, it, sometimes they'll, they'll offer two different ones and people will pick, you know, make their choice. It's But if there's only one, you would probably want to do something that's lighter versus heavier because during your meal courses, as you progress through the dinner, your, your items are heavier. And that's the same way that you would want to pair your wine, lighter to heavier. And at the beginning of the of the evening or afternoon, whenever you're starting your event, you want to make sure that it starts on the light side. Now, now light doesn't necessarily have anything to do with sweetness. It could be a sweeter wine, but not heavy. It could also be more tart or, or more dry. That also has nothing to do with it being light or heavy. That has to do with the actual palate of the wine and how how you receive it um, and how it tastes on your tongue and taste in your mouth and and how how all that works together with the food that you're eating. So if you're eating a piece of cheese, you might want to have something that's a really nice white wine that could be somewhere between a Sauvignon Blanc and a Chardonnay. It could be something that's like a Riesling. Um, if you're if you're having a, a a cheese that is more pungent, like a blue cheese, you might want to have something that will counteract that that um, punginess of the cheese. So, for example, you could pair with that um, a heavier a little heavier white in taste. So that would be like a Chardonnay, maybe an oak Chardonnay that would go with that. It would counteract that that blue cheese. Or you could even put a Pinot Noir with it because that would bring out the blue cheese flavors. And if it's paired with a roast beef, you know, sometimes people take a nice little, uh, a little piece of uh, toasted bread and put a little piece of rare roast beef and a little bit of blue cheese on top and then that with a little bit of a pinot noir that would be lovely what would you recommend with brie Uh, i think i would with brie i might even put depending on what you're putting on top of the brie if you're just serving it plain Mm -hmm. um, i think you might want to do something like a chardonnay i think that would probably be a better fit so did you say a Chardonnay is, I'm sorry, did you say a Chardonnay is considered a light wine? It is considered lighter, but it doesn't necessarily, there's there's a wide range because Chardonnays can be anything from lighter to heavier. 
So they could be, um, which would be considered more of a medium wine in the whites. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, so there's there's a, a wide variety. And that also has to do with whether it has a lot of oak, oakiness, as mm -hmm. people will say, to the Chardonnay. And, and how long that wine has actually been in the barrels and um, in waiting for consumption. Mm -hmm. So there's there's all of those factors that that add up into whether it's lighter or crispier, uh, it's um, a little more mellow or buttery. When people say a Chardonnay is buttery, that usually means it's a little bit more towards the heavier, which would be a medium to heavier side. So when you go buy a bottle of Chardonnay, how do you know if it's the lighter or if it leans towards the heavier flavor? Well, one, one way you could do that is by, it usually will give you a description about the oak. And if there's any tech notes, if you're someplace where there is a wine expert, you can ask them and they can pull from their shelf or bring out their little laptop or iPad and they can pull up for you what the tech notes are on these wines. And they can tell you what types of grapes are in the wine and what that really means. And also what's recommended for that wine to be served with. Lean on these individuals that are, are are in your stores, whether it's a wine store or even an upscale grocery store where they have fine wines, they, they know. And uh, I promise you, uh, they will want your sale and they'll help you. Oh, we have music. Um, you mentioned before that there could be a group from 6 to 25. This is a weird year. Last year was very weird because I can't even remember what I did for Thanksgiving. Uh, because the pandemic was hot and heavy, I don't think anybody got together. Or if they did, it was just small groups of family. This year, I don't know if they're going to reach out and have more people at their celebration. But I do want to mention and... Do you agree with me? If you're going to have wine or whatever, don't just drink and not eat and then expect to get in your car and drive home. So oh, absolutely not. You, right. you need to be conscientious. So we're talking about pairing appetizers, main course. We're going to go into desserts. So be aware that we're not saying you have to drink every single time there's a new course. You have to use your brain and your common sense. And don't drink and drive. Matter of fact, if you really want to enjoy the day and drink, bring your pajamas and stay at the people's house. We don't want you to get into an accident. God forbid, drinking and driving is not something that we, um, you know, are, are pushing here. We're saying drink, eat, be merry, get sober, have some hot coffee, stay a while extra, and then drive. Right? Absolutely. And drink lots of water. Yeah. So uh, let's see. We talked about the appetizers. So now let's move into the wines for the main course. Sure. Well, if, you're, if your menu is aligned with the wines that you're serving, then you're going to, to be looking at that a little bit more carefully than just picking anything. And if you're serving turkey, uh, you certainly can have a, a lighter red, like a Pinot Noir. That's a medium body to lighter wine. And there are many of them that would, would be lovely 
to serve with with a turkey. And especially if people are drink, are eating dark meat off a of turkey, um, it's very enjoyable. And even with the white, it's very enjoyable too. That's a personal preference. Um, many people would prefer to have white with white meat with turkey, and that's fine too. So you I, almost have I, to offer the white and the red if you're going to have people and have a turkey so that you can give them a choice, at least one white and one red. You may. You yeah. may. However, the host and the hostess can really create their menu. And if, if you do this in advance and, and you have a menu, uh, if, if it's a buffet style, that's another thing. That's where you might want to put multiple choices of wine. And, but if you're serving, plating, the actual meal and and serving it and setting it down in front of each person there usually is some kind of a nice described menu you know this is our first course or second course or third course and so forth and with those they can actually align the pairings of the wines if they're going to be that precise and in creating an experience uh, that their guests will never forget because mm. they probably weren't expecting their host and hostess to go to that much detail. Now, a lot of people have ham and or turkey. They'll either offer both or just one. Can right. you have the same wine with the turkey as you do with the ham? Yes, you can. Good. Absolutely, you can. And and you could have the whites with the ham as well. There's there's no reason why you could not. And there, there will be taste differences, And but I think that it's perfectly fine. Oh, good. So what if they're not having wine, uh, turkey or ham and they're having, say, salmon? Yes. I did I, have one there, here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and uh, many people do serve fish at the holidays. And you may do a beautiful Pinot Noir with a salmon. It's a lovely combination. Uh, with It enhances the salmon and, and the wine is usually enjoyed immensely. Uh, for a white, you might prefer to do something that's a little more dry, like a Sauvignon Blanc, or you might want to do a Chardonnay because people like the taste of a Chardonnay with fish. Now, when can you use Riesling or Rosé? Those are my some of my favorites. I don't. And you could care. also use a Rosé or a Riesling, and and those are great starter wines at the beginning of the evening with appetizers. They're also very good with fish, and if you're having something that's a little spicier as your entree, say for example, you got very creative and you made some kind of a. Um, a Cajun dish with lots of shrimp and crab meat and I'll be uh, over for that. Like a jambalaya type of thing. <laughs> uh, you would want to have the Riesling because the sweeter wine will enhance the dish. Anytime you're having a, a spicier type of entree, Mexican, Italian, um, Cajun, whatever it might be, having something a little sweeter like that will make the dish even taste better. So it's it's just a an alignment with that pairing. Okay. Well, what about my favorite, the dessert wines? We we're going to talk mm. about that. Sure. Well, dessert wines are something that you can keep the existing wines that you've been serving all evening with your entree, if you so choose. There's no reason why you can't. And you can continue to have those through dessert. And it's it's more about if if you really want to do something different and special with the dessert itself. So if you're serving 
something that would require a white, then you might want to have the Riesling again, which we were talking about. So for example, cheesecake. You might want to have something like a Riesling with a cheesecake. Oh, is that because the cheesecake, well, the cheesecake is sweet. How do you decide what goes with what? Well, sometimes, sometimes you want to balance, because cheesecake also has a lot of acidity in it. So you want to make sure that your sweetness of your wine balances out the acidity and the sweetness of the dessert. Um, usually that kind of a dessert is easy to, you wouldn't want to put something that's, that's contradictory, like a very bold bread with a cheesecake, because it it just would ter- it wouldn't taste very good. Mm. Um, what goes with has- red wine? Uh, does I always picture red wine with chocolate? Don't ask me why. It, it goes very well with with chocolate. Uh, anything that's that's dark, uh, chocolate, um, like a fudge dessert or one of those volcano, you know, type lava cakes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, anything that's decadent. Uh, and that's a good way to put it. And it doesn't have to be chocolate. It could even be something that's that's more on um, like a, car- a caramel type of dessert, but it has a heaviness to it. And and the the decadence of the dessert and the boldness of something of a, of a heavy red, like a um, a very bold Zinfandel, um, those are those are great comparing great pairings to put together because. <laughs> just enhances everything there's other things that you can think about too is like port uh port can be drunk by itself and it doesn't necessarily have to have a dessert um, but something that's fruit oriented maybe with a piece of chocolate those are really nice pairings with port uh sherry is another another um wine that you might want to consider because it also will go well with um maybe a very light bread pudding it would it would taste very yummy because of the flavors of the sherry um along with something that that's kind of bland mm-hmm. it kind of enhances that yeah what and then I there's, also, say- there's also some sparklings you might want to consider um there's a sparkling uh gamay that is delicious and you could even put a scoop of ice cream in it. That was my question. Ice. Can we drink wine with ice cream? Two of my yeah. favorite things. Sure. It's just like having a root beer float. It's just that your liquid is not root beer. It's <laughs> wine. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's time to talk about monogram. Because if you're going to be cooking in the kitchen, you need appliances. Of course, I hope you have your appliances now because we've talked so many times about the backlog of appliances. I don't want to keep repeating that, but I will say and remind you many times that if you're remodeling your kitchen or if you need an appliance, don't think you're going to get it right away. The lead time is ridiculous. I'm hoping that it closes tighter, but we're looking at a lot of manufacturers with a six-month lead time. So plan ahead. Monogram's intelligent appliances are built to enhance your kitchen, cuisine, and beyond. So experience peace of mind, convenience, and an optimized performance with the smart 
HQ app, which elevates the way you interact with your home and appliances by allowing you to do things like preheating your oven from your phone and checking how much time remains on your dishwasher cycle. Go to monogram.com to learn more or visit your local showroom to see these appliances in person. Now, again, I will remind you, you're not going to get them tomorrow, but you can still go look if you're planning on a kitchen remodel or building a house. Plan ahead. This is very important. Now, back to our favorite subject of wine. Let's see. So, I think we're going to move right into how are we going to uh, have happy people doing activities during the holiday season? Any Mm. suggestions, Lori? Absolutely. You know, it's it's a time when you can plan things for your family or your friends. And you could even do a wine tasting at a gathering. You can have someone come in and do the tasting or you can do it yourself. Um, if it's if it's not super educational and you're just having people having fun, relaxed and tasting different wines, you can certainly set up a tasting of your own and, and just have fun with it. Uh, it could even be a blind tasting where you put paper bags around the bottles and and then you have them do a little test to see which ones are their favorites. And there's there's many ways that that can be done. And I'm more than happy to to share and help anyone that's interested in doing something like that and giving them more suggestions and guidance. Wine blending is a very, very uh, trendy and not new by any means, but it's it's something that a lot of organizations are trying. It's, it's a fun, interactive activity being used for team building. And why not do this with your family and your friends? There are wine kits available, and they're very self-explanatory. They're not complicated. And it's a very fun opportunity for people to come together and create their own wine using the actual product that's provided in a kit. Hmm. That's that's a lovely uh, idea that the people can expand on and and just really bring it into their you know into their little unit and have some fun with it. Um, they can have some competition with it as well, and it, it just there's the, the opportunity is endless with that. Um, also, you might want to consider something that's not as wine oriented, but it's looking at a and watching a movie that's about wine while you're drinking wine exactly like bottle shock or mm. there, i'm sure there's other fabulous movies out there that have been out there through the years that have a central focus on winemaking and it's it's a fictional story or it might be a true story that's been made into a movie and that's kind of a fun thing to do as well and and then have some wine and you just have a different appreciation for sharing the wine with each other after watching the movie well this may sound silly but did you ever watch i love lucy when she was making wine Yes. Oh, my gosh. Stomping on those grapes. Right. That would be a fun episode to watch, um, kind of get everybody in a great mood and you're drinking wine. You know, I was thinking, too, while you were talking about this, if you didn't want to have a lot of people over for the Thanksgiving dinner, but invited friends over after dinner for wine tasting and dessert, that would be fun, too. They can do their wine tasting. Then you don't have to cook for 20 people but you can have them in after your dinner i think that'd be a great idea 
Oh, absolutely. And even during the past few months, when many of us weren't uh, doing as many activities, there's some creative ideas that have come out of that time frame uh, to include some that we might want to continue. And one is having virtual gatherings with loved ones and friends that we know we can't come together uh, for whatever reasons and um, having a toast of wine with each other, you know, on a, a video conference call or a Zoom meeting, whatever, whatever your personal uh, technical platform is. And it's it's kind of a fun thing to do. And, and people can you can even make it a gift opportunity and send them a bottle of wine that you want them to experience. And then you share it together. You know, with the idea of video calling or Zoom, um, it's so easy to get families together on the two coasts or wherever. Maybe somebody's stuck in a snowstorm and we're here in the sunny Arizona. Well, what can I tell you? Um, but years ago, you'd go, oh, you know, we're going to call Auntie May before the uh, the dinner so that we can talk to her and wish her a Thanksgiving. And you never really could see her. So now uh, Zoom and other platforms can bring all this together. You can actually toast each other and uh, look at each other in the face while you're doing this. So that's amazing. Um, So memories that last forever. Um, I can think of one, definitely, don't forget your camera. Um, we get so busy with the cooking and the talking. Nobody ever takes pictures. They forget. Of course, there are always somebody taking pictures. But take the pictures of the memories and then share them. Mm-hmm. I always pick the person that's the shyest or the quietest to take the photographs. Because uh, that person is the one that needs just needs a job to allow them to interact with people and it helps them to overcome their shyness or their quietness in in that kind of a setting yeah and it's also important that they know how to take pictures because i've asked people to take pictures and i look at them and i go they're blurry what were you thinking well i don't know how to use that you know so make sure that when you ask people to take pictures they know how to use their phone and they don't cut heads off And they can get everybody in the picture, even if they turn their camera sideways. I always have to remind people to do that. So that's a fun thing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about gifts, holiday gifts. I know you're the one that's going to give us a lot of suggestions, right, Lori? Absolutely. I am here to be your gift recommender. Our menu recommender and our (laughs) gift recommender. Um, of course, I I have a bias towards wine, and um, I I think that it's it's a lovely gift. Uh, it, it, there are some that you wouldn't give a bottle of wine to just because you know that they don't drink, and obviously um, that's that's not going to stop me from recommending something to you. There's other options, and sometimes uh, we might want to look at, at a food gift. And uh, I do represent that as well. So, you know, if you have a very high-end opportunity to share a lovely piece of cheese and some mustards and um, snack items that um, are not necessarily just ones that were thrown in a box, but they have been produced um with care and and they're put together in a in a very attractive manner those are things that are received 
very well by people uh, that um, appreciate the fact that you still thought of them. So there, there's a lot of options that are food oriented if you're not giving wine itself. You can also pair the wine with with other things. It's, um, you know, maybe bring together with a bottle of wine a soup mix and maybe a um, a mix for making a loaf of bread. There's there's all kinds of lovely different ways that you can combine a basket or a box, you know, for people. Those can either be made up by the company that you chose to to buy them from, or you can make them up yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm of course I offer all those things as well, and and be happy to to assist anyone with those. But I think that. Um, the one thing with the wine, if somebody wants to give a token gift, whether they're going to somebody's home and they just want to give a, a hostess gift or they're they're giving it out as uh, appreciation to their customers, they may want to get a custom labeled wine, which they can actually express their appreciation in their own words. They can use their own photographs, their own logos, design it however they wish and create something on a very nice bottle of wine. And and then when the person does have the opportunity to drink it, they will think of them. Mm. Is there a minimum of how many labels you can have custom made? Uh, The requirement is uh, to have one label per 12 bottles. So a case is 12 and then you can do as many as you like, but um, 12 bottles is the minimum for for having a custom label. Mm. Did we talk about, I just thought of this, what kind of wine goes with fruit? And that's always a good gift, giving fruit with a bottle of wine if they drink wine. Absolutely. 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 I would give something that, um, especially like if the fruit is like pears and apples or um, what other kind of fruits were you thinking? Like grapes? I was thinking pears. I got a gift one time, the most delicious pears. Right. Um, You might want to include something that's like a nice uh, Sauvignon Blanc, something that's crisp and it, it doesn't take away from the fruit, but it aligns with the the palate of the fruit. So that would be something that would work well. Um, you could also, you know, do something that's um, add maybe a piece of cheese in there with it, you know, cheese and fruit. Yes, perfect. Um, and then and then you might want to do something like a nice Pinot Noir. You could even do something like that. You know, shopping for people to me is so hard, but when you want to give them food or wine or mm-hmm. any desserts, I think that is more fun um, because you don't know their likings on oh, things for their house or clothing or, you know, personal gifts like perfume. But well, it's always something that they can share with others. And yeah. that's one thing I keep in mind is if for some reason it's not their personal preference or they don't particularly care for the item themselves, they will share it with others. And so, you know, your gift is never... Your gift is appreciated, but it's it doesn't just sit there. It actually will get shared because for the most part, people don't want to leave food and wine unattended. They mm-hmm. will allow others to to experience it if they don't themselves. Yeah. And, and I like that idea personally because um, I li- because they still know that it was meant for them. The thoughtfulness was still there and they appreciate it. Yeah, it takes thought to put this together and then give it to them. I think it shows people how much you care. 
Right. Right. And unfortunately, we're not always going to pick the right choices for every single person. And so we just do the best we can. And you just hope I pick what I like and I hope my friends like what I like and then I share. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's that's where you put your personal message in it. And you and you say this was I selected this especially for you because this is something I enjoy and I wanted to share it with you. Well, good. Lori, have we covered everything? I, I, I hope people can. now get the idea of giving wine, of how to celebrate their holidays in a very relaxed way with wine pairing. I think we've covered it, haven't we? We have. We have. have. You do such a good job. I really love having you on this podcast. And um, I guess whatever we talked about for Thanksgiving, you can also do for Christmas. And then we'll have Lori back in 2022 talk about the next thing. I remember one year we talked about well, we had we did the podcast in July. We said just you don't wait until the holidays. Enjoy the summer. Sit down and have a cool drink. So we'll do that again. In the meantime, I want to thank you. Um, if you thank have you. any last minute suggestions, or you know what, uh, give everybody your email so that they can contact you if they need help or if they want to order some gifts from you. All right, I'll be happy to do that. And I just I would like to say that. As you're as you're just starting to celebrate the holidays, just keep in mind that the people are wanting to create an experience to remember. And if I can help you in any way, I'd be honored to do so. My name again is Lori Ann Harnish, and my email address is my name. So it's L O R I A N N dot H A R N I S H at gmail.com. And my phone number is 480-695-8854, 480-695-8854. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate being with Nancy. This is our fourth time, and I would just love to assist any of you out there that have needs of, of serving your customers with a gift or something that you might like for your family for the holidays. Mm. Lori, I have so much fun doing these podcasts and having a podcast with you is a lot of fun. I enjoy talking about wine and hopefully everybody out there um, got some ideas for their gift giving. I want to uh, talk about Thermador right now because they are a luxury appliance as well. They have two customized collections to suit your style. They have the masterpiece and the professional collection. They're two distinct design stories while providing every necessary ingredient required to personalize your home. So experience unparalleled innovation and performance across cooling, cooking, and dish care. Now featuring smart kitchen appliances enabled with Home Connect. To learn more about Home Connect and Thermador, you can go to thermador.com or go to your local showroom where you can see, touch, and learn more about the Thermador appliances. Again, don't forget, you have to order early if you want any appliances. We're still in the midst of um, long lead times. So again, Lori, thank you. Have a happy holiday. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. And please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. We have so much information. Don't keep it a secret. Spread the word. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me, 
you can go to nancy at nancyhugo.com and email me. Now, Lori gave her email address and her phone number, and I'll put it on the posting that I do for each podcast. I also do a weekly podcast with my techie son, Dan, and we talk about everything but design on Hugo Floss found on many platforms. And we talk about everything, including my complaining about something every once in a while. Uh, so I hope you enjoy that, too. We welcome you to be a guest if you want to talk about something and not be censored. Just email us at join at hugofloss.co. Stay safe. Have a great day. And Lori, again, thank you so much for being my guest today.